You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And this episode has been brought to you by the great folks over at Built Bar. Now, y'all know I love to say I told you so, so I'm going to say I told you so. No, but seriously, um, the the women's 79-58 to 58 win turned out exactly as I said. We'll get into that a little later. And also, the men's team picking up a 75-61 to 61 win over Davidson in the NIT. So we'll get to both as well as uh, both of their next opponents. All right. So that's, that's where we're going to go with this thing. Now I need y'all to understand something. Like I said, I enjoy telling you, I told you so. So I'm not going to lie to you at all. I'm not going to do it. It's not in me. Last time I had Brett Friedlander on, we were discussing this first round matchup for the women's team uh, going up against A&T. I said that that A&T team was better than people thought. And he laughed and said, last time they played, we won by 40. I said, this ain't last time. This ain't last time. There's a lot of mitigating circumstances. Number one, this team, this A&T team was a lot more defensively stingy. But number two, uh, we had the long layoff. Number three, A&T was hot. Now, I could not have predicted that they were going to shoot 60% from the field in the first half. I couldn't have predicted that. I couldn't have because nobody could predict that. 60% is ridiculous. 60%, even if you had folks shooting all lightly contested shots in a fairly open gym, you don't know if you're going to get 60. But that's what happened. So... uh, A&T made it a game for much of the first half. They were even leading for a lot of the first half before uh, before we took the game over. However, the fact of the matter remains, this NC State team did what they had to do to come out with this win. Also, before I get too deep into uh, the into the um, into the like nuts and bolts of this thing. Let's talk about something real, real quick here. Of all the North Carolina basketball teams, Division One or FBS, or I don't know what it would be for basketball, but of all those programs, there's only two in the state of North Carolina that are still going in the four tournaments that are uh, currently going on, the men's and women's uh, NCAA tournament, men's and women's NIT. Only two teams from the state of North Carolina still playing. And they are both the Wolfpack. To quote Ultron, but I'm going to change it up a little bit. When the dust settles and the smoke clears, all that remains will be the pack. Because that's what we're looking at right now. But back to uh, this situation with the women's team. Again, it was a very good performance. It was a classic NC State performance. The scoring came in from everywhere. Nobody had 20, but we had four players in double digits, including Jada Boyd, who led uh, the pack with 18. Kai Crutchfield chipped in 14 as well. But Kai Crutchfield's 14 was not the important part. 
If you watched that game, you know it was not the important part. What Kai Crutchfield did that was so amazing to me in this game, that was so noteworthy to me in this game, her defense on Deja Winters was out of control. Every single place that Deja Winters went, Kai Crutchfield was going with her. Every look that she wanted, Kai Crutchfield was there to say, hey, uh-uh, mama, you go, mm-mm, if you going if you want to find your shot, you better hunt it like you've never hunted it for before. And she did. She did. Deja Winters did her best to find something. She tried everything. Nothing seemed to work. Deja Winters averages 15 points per game on 41% from the field, 36% from three. Kai Crutchfield held her to two points on 0 of 9 from the field, 0 of 6 from three. Her only points on the game came from the free throw line, her one trip to the free throw line. Man, that that right there, that's championship effort. That's championship effort. Because I'm going to tell you, on the other side of the bracket, if you didn't watch, uh, Troy gave Texas A&M everything they could handle plus some. Troy also was on the very was on the receiving end of some uh, awful officiating, to say the least. And that's, again, I don't do fluff pieces or hit pieces here, but that's just the truth of the matter. Between the uh, over and back that was called a foul, uh, the the charge the charge call that was clearly a block. There was some things that went against Troy that's like you can't do that to those women. They have earned this upset. They have earned being uh, one of the first two, 15 seeds to be the two seed, and y'all are taking it away from them. That's not right. But with that being said, this um, this this team handled business as they should. Again, like I said. They were going to come out really cold and sluggish because they'd been out for so long, and then they were going to turn it on as they always do, and everything was going to work out, and we were going to win by about 20. We ended up winning by 21. I said the first half is going to be close. Make no bones about it. The first half is going to be close. I did not tell a single lie. I did not tell a, a, a single untruth in saying that. Because now look, now look what's going on as far as, uh, or rather, look at what happened. Look at what happened. We don't do fluffies or hippies there. I'm not, I'm never going to mislead you for no reason. I'm never going to tell you, oh, we're the greatest team ever and we're going to roll over everybody by a thousand. No, no. If I, if I see a team and I'm like, hey, this is going to be a long game. Just understand Get your cores ready. Get get your get whatever you like to to sip on or, or whatever the case ready to cook, calm your nerves. Get it ready because it's going to be a long day. I've said that before, but I knew and watching both of these teams play, seeing the circumstances surrounding both of these teams, AT was going to give us more of a run for our money uh, than many folks believed they would. I knew that. Don't take a rocket science. Don't take a rocket scientist rather. To figure that out, it really and truly doesn't. And now we're heading on to uh, USF next. But I think I think that this honestly was a best case scenario for the team. Honestly and truly, I, I think it really was. And when I say I, I think it was a best case scenario, 
I say this because they've learned they learned some lessons in that game, hopefully, and they they did so in a win. You never want to learn the lesson getting put out the tournament. Because at that point, it's not really a, a lesson learned. It's a season ender. That's what it is. It's a season ender, and you've got nothing else to do about that. Okay? But with what we saw in this game, with what we saw in being down at certain points in the uh, second quarter, I hope we learn. I hope we learn. We ended the half, I want to say, on like a 11-0 or 13-0 run to take the lead. But before that, we were down. We were down at multiple points. And then in the third quarter, we put on one of those patented NC State defensive uh, quarters where we allowed single digits. We won that quarter 27, and from there, there was no looking back. But, again, this was not a, a walk in the park by any stretch of the imagination. This wasn't a game where we looked up and were like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to dominate, and it doesn't matter what they do or how they do it. We're going to whoop the wheels off them. That wasn't the case. This USF team is built much in the same vein of uh, long athletic defenders and a team that is hungry and scrappy a lot like a but I just don't think that they have the talent or the horses in the stable, rather, uh, to compete with NC State for a full 40 minutes. I don't think that that will be the case. Um, honestly and truly, I think that uh, I think that this South Florida team is I think that this South Florida team is one that uh, they play with good pace, they play with good space, but they're not going to be able to uh, to hold NC State down on the inside. They're just not going to be able to do that. I want to say their best player is uh, Bethy Manunga, and she's. She's a very good post player. I don't think she's in the list of Kunane's league. I don't think that'll be the case. I think that she'll do what she has to do uh, to get the upper hand in that matchup and keep the upper hand. Because, again, Manunga is a great rebounder, averaging almost 14 per game. So, at the end of the day, we're going to need to keep her off the glass and do what we have to do uh, to be effective as far as securing rebounds to end their possessions and get more possessions for ourselves off of misses. So that's just my uh, analysis on that. If we do a good job keeping her off the glass, I think we'll be right all right. At the end of the day, the tournament is all about performance when it matters. And if we're talking about performance when it matters, we have got to talk about Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers all the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew, and Blue Chew is making waves, bringing more confidence to the bedroom when it's your time to perform. Blue Chew's, me- Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of erectile dysfunction and can help men gain extra confidence when it's time to perform. It's an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in discreet packaging. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive prescriptions within days. The best part? It's done all online. Bluetooth's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. And if you don't like swallowing pills, that's no problem here. Bluetooth's sildenafil and tadi- mm. Bluetooth tablets are chewable. Bluetooth tablets are made in the U.S. and they're prepared and ship direct, so it's much cheaper than a pharmacy. 
And here's the beautiful thing about it. Try Blue Chew for free when you use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LOCKEDON to receive your first month free. Also, with the tournament ramping up, BetOnline.ag is where you need to be if you're doing any betting. They will take care of all of your needs as far as bets go. And let me tell you about them. They are the fastest and easiest online sports book to use. Football might be over, but March Madness is here. The NBA is here. The NHL is in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real uptime, updated, uh, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So, we're going to switch gears a bit and talk about our men. Uh, the men's team pulled off a 75-61 win over Davidson. Now, this win was all about the bigs, all about the front court, all about the front court. We scored 75 points. Our starting front court alone got 48 of them. Our starting front court alone, it was 48 to 61 against Davidson. When you add in all the other factors and all the other things that went our way, you get a great time out of that. Uh, you get a situation where you're, you, look at, you look up and you say to yourself, we've got a shot. I knew that the only way NC State had a shot at winning this game was to run Davidson off the three-point line. Because as Brett said, the, the three main three-point shooters for uh, Davidson had more three-pointers made than 98 teams in the NCAA. 98. And again, we're just talking Division I tournament eligible teams. 98 of them. So, when you go to that, you say to yourself, we need to run them off the line. We need to hold them under what they're normally shooting from three. We held them to seven of 24, 30% from deep. We shot seven of 17, so we made the same amount of threes. Uh, Hyung Jung Lee and Kellen Grady combined to go three of 12 from deep. So while our bigs provided most of the scoring punch, our guards' offense cannot be – I'm sorry, our guards' defense cannot be left out of the equation. It was a huge part – of what allowed us to secure this win. It was an absolutely huge part. DJ Funderburg led all scores with uh, 20. And let me tell you something here. Manny Bates' offensive game continues to grow. Even going into uh, the even going into the tournament, somehow Manny Bates' offensive package still continues to grow. Because in this game, he put up 14 and 8. I am telling you, it it is just impressive. It is fun to watch this team. Cam Hayes uh, had eight, five, and four. Braxton Beverly had seven and five, only one turnover. Actually, between those two, they had nine assists and three turnovers. So it's it's really good to see that Cam Hayes is back playing at a high level. It's really good to see this team uh, basically watch that watch the bad taste of that taste of that Syracuse loss. Either mouth. It was really important for this team to come out and do it the right way, and we did. And we honestly 
and truly did. So we got Colorado State next up there. Colorado State uh, was the number one, or is rather, the number one seed in the NIT tournament. And, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. This was a team that uh, many folks saw as an NCAA tournament team. And not they, they were justified in saying that because that Colorado State team had some good wins. Uh, we play them Thursday. However, I think we can pull it off. I think we can uh, get a win there. Again, our bigs, if they show up like they did tonight, if they drop in 48 again, which I'm not expecting, but if they can, if they can do something like that, we'll definitely be moving on to the semifinals in this tournament. Again, there is still history out there for us to get because while I was incorrect in saying we never beat Davidson because we have, I know for a fact we've never won the NIT, or at least it's not acknowledged. At least it's not in our record books or anything like that. So with that being said, we can get our first in. We can make that happen. But it doesn't happen by overlooking anybody, especially not a team as good as Colorado State, especially a team that's seated higher than us. You definitely can't overlook a team that people expect to be better than you. That That's nonsense. That's madness. That's shenanigans. So if we can show up and do anything similar to what we did in this game, I think we'll be just fine. I really and truly do think we'll be just fine. But again, what a time it is. What a time to be alive. What a time to be a State fan. When every other team in North Carolina, their teams are out. Their teams are out. Nobody else in the state of North Carolina is playing no basketball. I saw a tweet recently that said, uh, in North Carolina, you're either a Duke fan or a Carolina fan, and um, nobody else really matters. State fans don't even exist. And I just sat there and thought to myself, hmm, this tweet is going to be really funny in about two to three weeks. Fast forward time a little bit. Uh, the University No Consequences women's team is out. Men's team is out. Both lost in the first round. Now look. Now look at you. Looking crazy. While we still in both of our tournaments, doing fine and thriving. And I see more success coming for both of these teams if they just play the way that they know how to play. If they just do what they have to do. Because if this NC State women's team does what they have to do against South Florida, I don't see... Uh, the Bulls find a way to beat them. I don't. Again, two teams aren't going to shoot 60% against you back-to-back. That's just not going to happen. So with that being the case, we run the course, we stay the course, we do what we got to do, we'll be just fine. That's something that I have all the confidence in the world in. And another thing that I have all the confidence in the world in is Built Bar. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Built Bar Madness, and we have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bars is amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Now it's time to find out which bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. For today's matchup, go to BuiltBar.com or to at bar underscore built on Twitter. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check to see who won today's matchup and who will, be, who will become the best tasting protein bar. 
March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So again, when I look at these teams, and when I when I say uh, these teams are the last ones in the state of North Carolina that are still playing, that's not a random stroke of love. That's not something that um, that's not something that we just kind of stumbled across or happened upon. I have said all year how good this NC State women's team is. I have already said what I am expecting to see with this roster and what uh, Coach Moore, I know what Coach Moore is going to do, so what I'm expecting out of that as well. Right? I've already talked about that. I've already said it. So now it's time to show and prove. Now it's honestly time to show and prove. And for the men's team, continue to battle. Continue to show up, play your hearts out, do it the right way. Because we'll be all right. We'll be fine. We'll be fine even in the uh, even against teams that were right there on the bubble and just barely missed the tournament. Again, I'm I'm not so certain that we can't do anything with them. I'm not. I'm not convinced of that in the slightest. I honestly and truly believe um, that if we play our game, if our bigs show up, and if our seniors play like seniors, like they did uh, in this last game, we'll be a-okay. Again, there is, there has been at times this year a direct track between our play and the freshman's play. There has been a time where it's like, if if um, if Cam Hayes ain't got it going, if Darian Sebron ain't got it going, if Shaq Moore ain't got it going, we just don't have it going. But I don't think that that's the case anymore coming down the stretch here. I don't think that that's the case anymore with these seniors knowing, like, these any game could be our last time ever putting on this jersey and suiting up for the red and white. I don't think anybody wants to go out with a loss. That's I've never heard anybody say, yeah, I, hey, I gave it my best, and, and thankfully we came out on bottom. We came out at the end, or, or we came out as the worst. Like, that's, that's just not how people work. So, these seniors, I'm expecting them to keep stepping up, keep leading, keep doing their thing, because at the end of the day, they can be the catalyst uh, that this team needs to hang our first ever banner for an NIT championship. Again, folks can say what they want about that, but only four teams get to end their season with a loss every year. Every year. Men's and women's NCAA tournament, men's and women's NIT tournament. That is all. That is it. So to be in that exclusive category, I'd be happy with it. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'd be extremely happy with that. With all the things that we've gone through this year, with all the things that we've seen this year, that would be beautiful, to say the least. It would be so well-deserved and so poetic, to say the least. Because, again, we saw other players from other teams being extremely reckless and irresponsible after their big wins. After we beat uh, the University of No Consequences the first time, I didn't see any snaps of any players out partying. 
any players out hitting the bell tower, doing all this extra without masks and, and just chilling and hanging out, putting their season and other teams' season in jeopardy. I didn't see that. I really and truly didn't. So with that being said, I am hoping for the best from these teams. I am expecting the best from these teams. But at the end of the day, we're always going to practice uh, positive fandom. Also, I did a hit earlier for um, for Locked On uh, March Mayhem. Please go check it out. Uh, I was the representative for the ACC. Again, none of it happens without you all. So please go check that out. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate y'all endlessly. You all would never know how much all of your support means to me, how much it means to me to see these views keep or these listens and subscribers keep going up every episode, all right? Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are locked on NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolf Pack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 